Three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to Trunks and Tails Radio. I am your co-host, Trunks and Tails. With me, as always, is Josh. Yes, sir. And from across the big pond, my dearest, dearest friend, Ryan. How are you, Ryan? Uh, I'm great. God. My dearest friend. I love that. Thank you. Well, it's the truth, okay? And I wish I wish Johnny Fivehole was here to, to be with us. I believe he might be on the job. I haven't heard a couple of responses from him, so he's probably working. So good for him. Um, but we're going to take advantage of this little quarantine we have going on. We're just going to go ahead and do a little podcast. Why not? Um, so how's everybody doing, man? I haven't heard from you guys in a little bit. Good? Well, I mean, other than the quarantine, yeah. Pretty much just... Have a couple days off, get some stuff done, clean up some shit, sell some shit on eBay, you know, usual stuff. Cool. And playing games, of course, I mean, come on. Yeah, you, you and your voodoo, I like it. <clears throat> Alright guys, today we got a couple things on the agendas. The biggest topic we're going to touch on is the PS5, PS5 reveal. It even sounds weird saying PS5, because um, mm. I'm so used to saying PS4. Um, the PS5 reveal, I mean, obviously... It's got some really good components to it. We've got some really good information. I know that some people here present with us don't really necessarily agree, and we're going to get into that. Uh, first, I kind of want to talk about uh, the games that we should be playing during quarantine time. And I know that depending on our comfort zones, because I know that Ryan and I are more of grinders, we will play a game for hours and hours and hours. If there's a survival game, we'll play for hours and hours and hours. Hmm. Uh, Josh is more of the Josh RPGs, which... Who could blame them? I mean, some of those stories are really, really good, too. Um, but right now, there is a list that I found on IGN, and it's the best games to play when stuck at home. And I got to be honest, guys, some of these things are duh, like, obviously. And some of these games are like, what? I've never even heard of that. And I don't know if it's for my comfort zone or if these games are just not advertising enough where it's like, I never even heard of that game. So the first game on this list, and I know that, Josh, for a fact, can can definitely attest to it, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, I don't know about the story, because I haven't touched it. I'm going to go Johnny on us and say, fuck the story. But I can play online for a good two hours straight. I don't know about all day, but I can definitely do it for two hours. Josh, what do you think? 100%. 100%. For yeah, hours, all though? Of, all of, yeah, absolutely. For, Kidding me? How, many, how much time have you spent like killing cops You know, just to try to make a little bit of money? Killing cops, for sure. Uh, doing the bounties. I'll even do a couple TDM matches. I don't even know what they're called because I don't really play them that often. But, it, I mean, it, it's a good game. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that if you're asking me about the story, just pull the trigger, man. Because I I got nothing on the story. Like, very, very, very little. It's it's. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it's not really for everybody. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, the map is massive, though. So I can understand cheap asses like me who don't spend money on fast travel but i mean just going from one side to side will take you all freaking day what do you think ryan i think the worst part of that game is the beginning it's just it's so slow when you're in the snow man you feel like you're in that thing for hours that is true in the story part yeah i mean it's it's slow at the beginning yeah i i I thought the same thing i think it looks awesome i follow a couple pages on reddit that show red Dead redemption 2 and some of these graphics on the PC Master Race is insane. I mean, they just crank that sucker up, and I don't know if it's going to you know, burn out on them or they have to buy a new PC after the fact, but it looks pretty freaking amazing. And I know that Josh enjoys shooting cops off the of ladders with a shotgun, and that's, oh, always, that, that's always fun for everybody. Ah, uh, uh, M.A. 
beacon of morality. Ooh, okay. Whatever that one from that one mission. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next next thing on the list, guys, is the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Now, I don't know for a fact, but I want to say that Ryan's not a big fan of this genre. I know that Josh doesn't play a lot of Legend of Zelda's, but you did get into Breath of the Wild, yes? Yep, absolutely. And with the open world concept of that, that could definitely last you quite a while. Dude, the cooking alone. Oh, yeah. The, the cooking alone. Now I see where your son got it from. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you right now, man, the cooking alone. Like, I was like, oh, I can't go up this mountain because I'm burning up. Let me get this freaking special lizard and let me get this thing and make an elixir. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but that's where the fun is at. Have you ever played this game, Ryan? Uh, I have not played a Zelda game since uh, probably Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last one. But that was the last time I had a Nintendo console, too, so. No. Yeah, I, and I, I can kind of agree with that because I want to say that after, yeah, me too. I never played um, I never played Majora's Mask. Very, very little. I had the GameCube for a while when I lived with John. And we had the Wind Waker, which I kind of enjoyed. I like the new art style. I like the, the fact that it looks seamless, not all octagons. But it's been a gap between that one and Breath of the Wild that I have. Now, this next game, I've been hearing a lot of stuff because I've listened to this other gaming podcast. I've been hearing a lot of stuff on it where I want to buy this game is Horizon Zero Dawn. And I know that Josh was MIA for weeks when this game first came out. I believe Ryan and I were playing Seven Days to Die. And Josh and Josh was gone. <laughs> Josh didn't exist to us. He's like, yeah, I'm busy somewhere else. And instead of being offline, we just see Horizon Zero done. So you need to tell me about this game and why should I play it? Ryan, did you ever play that one? I've never played it, but I've watched a lot of people play it online. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that I've seen with it, like as far as uh, an exclusive, well, I mean. It wasn't exclusive until they decided to send it to the PC. But um, as far as anything I've ever seen, when I, I at first the thought of that game, I was like, hey, this doesn't really interest me. And then I watched somebody play it, and I was like, dude, this game looks great. Like, it looks amazing. And then I started watching, and I was like, eh. I was like, if that was ever a game that was on sale for 10 bucks, I'd give it a shot. But it is a good-looking game, and it looks like fun. Yeah, it is and was a pretty good-looking game for its time. Um it's kind of, I forgot how I described it, um, kind of like Last of Us meets Nathan Drake, like uh, the way the play style is. So there is some platforming involved, um, but it's also like sneaking around bush to bush, trying not to die to things. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's it's very interesting, the, the, like, the skill build tree and the way that works too. It's a very interesting decisions they made there yeah visually it does look stunning i do have to admit that i just never picked it up and i'm kind of a cheapskate so i'm just waiting for it to go lower um but i don't know how low is low i mean i'm pretty sure it's worth 20 bucks because I'll, I'll spend 20 bucks on a game i've never played before i'm not worried about that uh second uh, another game on the list is mass effect 2 now mass effect 1 <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. I knew it. Uh, Mass Effect 1, and Josh and I were talking about the other day, is like, yeah, I can play Mass Effect 1. It is good. You get into it. You play the game. But just the simple little tweaks that they did for Mass Effect 2, and I can literally play Mass Effect 2 over and over again. I think the play style is a little quicker. Uh, I mean, you don't have infinite ammo where the guns overheat, but I I felt like I got immersed in Mass Effect 2 a lot more 
And yes, I know you've heard it before, I have not finished the series, so I hope no one dies. But I haven't played Mass Effect 3. How bad did you get into this game, Josh? Uh, one and two, yes. Three up until the ending. Uh, the Andromeda, I own Andromeda, and I've played some of it, but I haven't finished it. Yes, you have. I've seen it on your playlist. Yep, That's me tough. too. <laughs> me too. Yes, I have finished it. No, you've played no, it. On you, you've got. No. You played it. Oh no, I played it absolutely, hundred percent. What do you think of uh, Mass Effect, there, Ryan? Um, I, I think the first one was was one of those games where um, I was playing it, and you know, I, I was playing it for a couple of hours, and I was sitting there going, "Man, I was like, this is a good looking game." Or was it on the three sixty? I was like. This is a great looking game, and it, it was on the 360. And I was like, man, it's so like cinematic and the way everything happened. Um, personally, I preferred one over two, but I think a lot of that had to do with like the uh, the planet exploration. I preferred the lunar rover and doing it myself uh, as opposed to just pressing a button and having it mine for minerals and all that other nonsense that it did. Um, I liked the feeling of actually being able to go to the planet and do things on the planet and find little colonies and be eaten by the giant, you know, snake in the sand or whatever the hell it was, um, type stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I liked both games for different reasons, but I, I, I do remember thinking one was uh, one of the best games I'd played when it first came out. Yeah, I, I think I'm just a Bio, Bioware whore. I think anything that Bioware makes, I'm, I'm there. And I just gravitate to that formula that they made. And, and I, I can't figure out why, but I just automatically go there. Uh, but I do think you're right. I think the simple press of a button, you're mining the minerals, is kind of underplayed versus getting on the rover, touching your feet on the ground with your team, and saying, this is where we're going to go. I do agree with that. Next game on the list. I, mean, I used to jump off mountains with the jump jets on the rover <laughs> for hours. That was fun. Yeah, I, I, could, I could imagine. Next game on the list is Bloodborne. Never touched it. Um, I'm assuming it's a soul. Uh, well, yeah, I. I'm assuming it's a. Uh, God, what is that name? I can't remember the game. It's a soul Dark style Souls. game. Yeah, Dark it's Souls. a soul style game. Yeah, I figured it was a Dark Soul game. I heard a lot of good ratings about it. I've just never watched it i've never played it because i watch a lot of gamers game i feel that if i can't play it myself i'm going to watch somebody play it before i buy it and check it out and i never got into it did you play this game ryan uh i've i've played it a little bit but not a lot um it is it's yeah it's not like a survival horror game <coughs> excuse me um but it's definitely um kind of like a horror style game uh it's super creepy the things that happen and you know you find a lot of like grotesque things in the world um i've watched a lot of people play it too but I, me myself i've only played it for not very long and i played it and i was like hey this ain't really the type of game i don't like to play single player games that are you know trying to scare you i'm like hey that's not really my my cup of tea yeah i want to see after like the resident evil and i'm really not the i'm, I'm gonna say but you are like i'll play dying light where the creepy factor is there i play it with you all day but solo games like, eh, it's just not I like the camaraderie, you know? I like the, the interaction with my friends. Yeah, I like co-op Yeah, co-op story through stuff like that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I think so too. What about you, Josh? I know you don't like Dying Light, but maybe you like Bloodborne. Dying Light and Bloodborne are completely different games, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Comparing apples and oranges. I know. I just, I just no, saw I, that Dying Light was like Dark 17 bucks and you still don't, haven't bought it. I did play Dark Souls 3 a lot. And Bloodborne, I think I played 
probably maybe about as far as Ryan, because I kind of stopped like the first werewolf boss. That's pretty much where I stopped. I'm like, eh, no, I'm good. <laughs> That's tough. I know. I'm sure it's a great game. I'm sure we're doing it a huge disservice like this, but uh, it's definitely not something that I'd ever be interested in playing. There's a lot of people that love that game, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Th- I'm sure they do. That's why it's on the list. And this next game, I am two seconds away from buying it. I know I've said it, but I'm literally, I'm literally looking at my app right now, thinking I'm going to download this game right now while we're podcasting. The Witcher Three, and I know that Ryru has a stack of games somewhere in his home, even in wrappers, and I think this is one of them. Am I correct? It is one of them. Yes, I knew it, and I knew it. So you haven't played it yet? Is it still in the packaging? Uh, I've, I think I played it, but I haven't played it for very long. And I, I know you love this game, right, Josh? Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. So why don't you tell me about the game? Because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna spend twelve bucks on it, like right now. Talk to me about it. <laughs> that's a, that's a good twelve bucks. That's what I, that's what everybody says. Josh, hundred percent. Well, what? Sorry. What, 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 oh me? Yeah. What am I doing in the game? Is it something that's like a platformer where I should avoid like the plague? Am I a slave like every other game I play? Give me the synopsis. <laughs> well, I mean, every game you play, you will. Play regardless. Oh, good. This, this is just how the world works now. Hmm. Um, I don't even know how to start describing. Which game are we talking about right now? The Witcher Three. God, you <laughs> must Witcher, be. You're probably, right. If you're playing a game right now, I'm gonna be very upset with you. Negative. We just talked about so many games. The Witcher. <laughs> and it's just there's such a long list of games you haven't played. Sometimes, um, Witcher Three. I find it's a hit and miss series. The combat is a little bit slow, but once you get used to wielding weapons that take forever to swing, it's actually a really fun game. And the amount of DLC in The Witcher is ridiculous. It's probably one of the games that has the most DLC out there. Not counting like fan-made DLC like in uh, Fallout. Oh wow, that's a whole different thing. That's so, a whole different thing. So I know right now there's a sale for PSN, and it, the original copy of it, The Wild Hunt, it's called. That's like twelve bucks. The one with the, all the DLC is forty dollars. Do you think I should consider buying the full version of it with forty bucks? Oh yeah, R- damn. There's so much DLC and it's good quality DLC. You should a hundred percent get the get the game of the year edition or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, dude, that was a fast response time. I might have to consider that. You, <sighs> damn it. Okay. <laughs> and, I think, and I think I think that company gave away. Uh, some of the 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 DLC in a in a code inside the cover or something on the original isn't that correct? I, I want to say I did hear something about that. Yeah, I saw. I it. wouldn't be surprised. Well, here, here's a problem where I'm stuck. I saw it at a big box store here in town for about twenty two bucks, and I picked it up, and I don't know what came over me. I'm like, dude, check the app. Like, I guarantee you, like the PSN is driving sales. I look at it, and it's twelve dollars. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to spend. If it was like a smaller mom and pop shop, I have no problem with that. But it's a big box store. I'm not going to give them money if I don't have to. So I'll screw it. And then I was scrolling down and seeing like, well, how much is like the season pass or the full version of the game like with all the DLC? And it's like 40 So I'm not really sure if they give a code or not. But I'm, I'm considering buying the $40 one if that's the case. I'm an accessory core. What do you want me to do? Well... As, as long as you're going to put some time into it and play it, because that's not a short game. Mm-mm. You're going to be there. How many hours do you think? With all that DLC? Yeah. I don't know how long the core game is. I've never finished it, but I mean, I would I would imagine if you if you were going to do the majority of like the side quests and things, that 
you're going to come across and the DLC in the main story, I, I would bet you're probably at least 40 hours or more. That's tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would doubt If it. not more, I mean. Well, maybe I'll hold off on it because time is definitely a factor. And I know my friend Josh would spend time on the next game on this list, and that's Persona 5. <laughs> now, I you were MIA for a good four or five weeks from our gameplay because of this game, and I want answers. What is it with this game that you're drawn to? Oh, everything, dude. Five is five is amazing. It brought it brought Persona into the limelight, is what I'd like to say. Because one and two were eh. Three for the PlayStation One was great. Four was great, but again, didn't have a huge following. But the art style, the music, the it it really doesn't change the traditional dungeon crawling formula of the ones previously. But it is great, actually. So combination it's, it's of a Josh life, RPG, man. It's, it's, it's a Josh, Josh RPG. It's a Josh RPG. I'm telling yeah. you, man. He I've beaten the, that game so many times. It's ridiculous. It's a little crazy. Josh puts the uh, J and JRPG. Mm-hmm. It's true. Exactly. I, uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a great game though. Combination of life sim and dungeon crawling and everything else. It's great. And that that's for the Switch, right? Um. Maybe they release a Switch version. I played it on the PS4. Okay, good. Yeah, that was it was say. on the PS4 for sure. Yeah, I did not know that. I was a. I, I don't mind mind playing the Switch, but I'd like to avoid the Switch at all cost. That's more of a family time, Mario Party with my son kind of thing, and I like to do my office work when I'm playing PC or or PS4. That's good. Um, the next game on our list, I've never, I didn't know it was a game, and that's Mad Max. Oh yeah, you've played this. Mm-mm. I've never even nope, seen. No, but I remember game. it being on sale. I, I didn't hear. I, I heard it wasn't all that great, but maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's just cheap on that list. Yeah, it's uh, made by Avalanche Studios, and apparently, it's it's insane. I've never, I've never played. Have you played this game, Josh? I have not. No. Might want to consider looking at the gameplay because it's it's on here, and that's got to mean something to me. Next game, we're a little more familiar with it is Far Cry Three. Now. I didn't get into Far Cry until Far Cry 5, and I have zero regrets buying that game because it was amazing. Josh would go non-stealth mode because that's what Josh does. He destroys everything in sight, and I like killing bears and jaguars and shit. So it's got something for both of us. Have you ever played Far Cry at all, Ryan? Uh, I've never played any Far Cry games, honestly. So I'm telling you right now, dude, if I have to mail this to you in your mini, I totally can. I give this a big hell yeah, brother, straight up. <laughs> Am I wrong, Josh? A little wrong, yeah. What do you mean? Uh, I think I think you're like romanticizing it. You don't remember how you know I'm sitting there saying, "Okay, Fabian, let's go over this river and collect this bush." Oh God! Oh God! It's a puma! Fabian, help me! <laughs> oh, I remember, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if I have to mail him a copy or give him a gift card over the telephone or something so we can play together, I have no problem with that because it's worth it. I just didn't enjoy being violated violated by a puma. I'm just saying. Okay, let me ask you this. How many times did he violated? Because once is a mistake. More than once is a choice. Oh, you heard it here. <laughs> and and were you wearing anything that was leopard print? Because if you were, you might have been asking for it. Hey, yo. No, that was definitely fake and scary. <laughs> Next game on the list, uh, I know that some of us don't have a good experience with this game. I never personally played this game, but I have played others, is Fallout New Vegas. Now, 
I was under the impression this was a DLC to Fallout 4. No. And that's what Josh told me the other day. It's actually a whole new game on its own. No, it's a game. Yep. That's insane mm-hmm. to me. So mm-hmm. if I bought Vegas now, I don't need to have anything on on file for Fallout 4 at all? I no. can go upstairs and take a picture of the disc from the Xbox 360. <laughs> I hate you. I just meant like you don't have to have a file save or the character doesn't carry on. It's its own independent entity. Yep, it's it's its own Fallout game. What do you think is better, 4 or New Vegas? I mean, I'm partial to 4, but New Vegas is good too. I mean, it, if, you, if you like 4, you're probably going to like New Vegas. It does a lot of those things similarly. Well, I know that Josh is infatuated with 76 right now. No, I know he loves that game. He he confesses every yeah. night. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No, but I'm gonna go try and replay it on the seventh. I think they're adding in NPCs to the actual game, so play mm-hmm. more like a Fallout. Really? So I'm hoping it'll change it from the ground up. Because as a game, dude, that was probably the worst mistake Bethesda's ever made. Is 76? You think so? Dude, coupled with false false advertising of their product, coupled with people hating the game, period, coupled with launch issues of it crashing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen, with that game, people thought, oh boy, it'll be like Fallout where I can just play with my friends, but it's not because there's too many other people. They should have just made a regular Fallout game with a quest and a storyline and made it some storyline where you had a, a co-op partner and you could play with one other person yep, and they could have 100%. scaled the enemies and added more enemies and, you know, reduce the amount of ammo. So you had to, you know, have some ability to manage your, you know, whatever you had type stuff um, and balance the game a little bit. But that's, that's what they should have done. What they did is they just made a shit show and now they're adding NPCs trying to just bail water like they've been for the last year. I mean, take a year to get back to this point. Like, for real? Like, you knew what the fans wanted, and it took you a year to get to get around to adding this. So, I don't know, man. That's tough. I 100% agree. I'm going to give it a try because I already own But, yeah, dude, like, they made so many mistakes. Like, the worst part was probably the collector's edition they made because they advertised a... Uh, well, they advertise a, a nylon, no, not a nylon bag, a canvas bag. Oh, with the it. bag situation. The bag, they, dude. And then they went back and fixed it because everybody complained about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, they're like, oh, no, that was just a demo. And I'm like, dude, it's in the fucking pictures you put on your special edition. What the fuck do you mean it's a demo? How many did you buy, Josh? Oh, <laughs> uh, that? Um, uh, there's too many people listening. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yes. I'm telling Let's you. just say I got several bags into the, in the mail. I do remember. I do remember the world ending because of that bag. I do remember that. That was tough. We should do a live ge- a live stream of that because I'm totally down to play with you. A live stream of what? People being disappointed by bags? The box opening of your bag. <laughs> <laughs> of of uh, Fallout 76. Uh, next game changes, yeah. Next game on my list, on the list for my GN, is going to be a game that I love to play, but it kind of scares the shit out of me because I'm a wimp like this, is Bioshock. Super oh. creepy factor. I feel like some people that play online are kind of crazy because they'll go with the wrench the entire game. And it's like, how the hell do you do that? I'm looking for shotguns and all these upgrades. But Bioshock, I think, is what got me. Well, I shouldn't say that because KOTOR got me on it. But Bioware, again, man, it's just so good. What do you think, Ryan? That game, that's a game I've beaten uh, more than once. I will say 
That's a great game. Another game where I remember thinking, Jesus, the graphics on this game are, are unreal, and the gameplay was spot on. I was like, this is... I still remember the first time that I saw Big Daddy. I just hid behind a box trimmer for like 30 minutes. Dude, the noises it makes. Like, I was like, holy shit. But I mean, I, I still vividly remember in the latter stages of that game, you're going through like a tower or something. I don't really remember. It might be an apartment building and you go into one room and it's this big like warehouse room and the lights are flickering and there's water on the ground, oh, of course. Yeah. And you're walking through and it's a room full of mannequins. Mm-hmm. And and you're walking, you've got to go to the far end of the room to flip a switch or interact with something or fetch something. And it, every time you turn around with your back to the mannequins and turn back around, they move, but you don't realize it at first. And then you turn on one time and you're like, I think one of those moved and this is creepy. And so then you turn around and turn back and you're like, yep, sure shit. They moved. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's on. It's like the original weeping angels, man. It's creepy. It's so creepy. And I don't care what anybody says. Harvest, man. Don't save them. Harvest them. Really? Let <laughs> the children. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, I save them every time. All of them. Yeah, you're a wimp, though. So I mean, it's true. I am a paragon light. Jedi, I, I want. Know. I wanted all my powers, man. <laughs> but I, I want to say that every three that you see have got the same amount of of that stuff as the taking them. Yes. I want to say I'm right. What do you think, Josh? Yay or nay on this game? On Bioshock? Yeah. Yes, of course. I yes. What's it. wrong with you? I knew it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Next it's game a great on the, game. Like, Nick, freaking like Welcome to Rapture. Oh god, the Rapture that scene bar. right there. That was good. Like the moment the doors open up. Re- you can just remember the beginning where the boats like or you're like floating up to the thing and you climb up the stairs. Oh yeah. Jeez. It was it was it was it was good, man. It was really good. That's a that's a good game, man. It is a really good game. Uh next game on the list, uh we talked a little bit about it a little bit ago is Legend of Zelda the Wind Waker. Now I remember when this game came out, people were freaking out about the graphics because it was in a next-gen console as opposed to Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. So people were freaking out that it was like, oh, this, these graphics are shit, they're trash. I don't personally think so. I just think the graphics were different. Different graphic style, different art style, no polygons, nothing smooth. I personally liked it. Um, I want to say Josh is going to hate it, yes? Yeah, software is shit. I knew it. How did I know that? And you didn't play it, did you, Ryan? No, no, no. That's that's after Ocarina of Time. No, no. Exactly. Yeah. So pretty much the world flooded, and you're on a boat, and you have to literally chart. You have to sail around the map, which is gigantic, and you're finding treasure under the ocean. I mean, it's it's a really good game. I like the art style. I want to say that uh, I think I got a ten out of ten for that game, and it was in its time, it was great. Um, the next game on the list is Divinity Original Sin Two. Josh, I'm going to reach out to you on this one. Mm. I've never heard of it. Yep, it's great. No, he's played this. Yep, yep. What is it? Um, so it's like a top-down, so like XCOM kind of. If anybody has played XCOM, top-down kind of strategy type game, heavily leans into D and D. In fact, it's more like the early Baldur's Gate games than anything, though. Kind of, sorta. So Baldur's Gate games one and two were all active at the best. Um, but same kind of thing. But funny enough, the Larian Studios, the same people who made Divinity, are making the new Baldur's Gate 3. So, 
it's it'll, it'll be exciting to see what they do with that. And but no, Divinity Two, the combat is great. It uh, it takes everything to account. It takes low ground to account, high ground to account. You can like see an oil barrel. Tell your archer to shoot at the oil barrel to spill the oil on the ground, and then do a fire spell, and it'll light it on yep. fire. Oh wow! And then if you want to put the fire out, you throw down like a water spell, and it'll turn it into a fog that obscures line of sight. So they went super deep strategy wise on this. It's it's very interesting. Crazy, and mm. see, I love Baldur's Gate. I just never I've never heard of this game. Never played it. You need when it's on sale, you got to pick it up. It's good. It's very, very good. Yeah, and I don't... I hate to be such a cheapskate, but there's so many Watch games. Watch a stream of it. There's, there'll be people playing it still. It's yeah, still popular. Maybe that. Uh, next game on the list is... I just got introduced to this because I listened to another gaming podcast and I follow them on Twitter, is the Yakuza series. Never played it in my life. I know it's more of a... I don't know if it's considered JRPG, Josh. Have you played this game before? Yakuza? Yeah. No, I have not. The Yakuza series? I have heard about it, but... I have not played it, so I cannot give you any good input. Hmm. Have you, by any chance, played it, Ryan? I thought it was more of an action game. I didn't think it was. I know, I know. I've I've seen somebody play it, but it's been a while. That's there's more than one game. Yeah, there's multiple games. I want to say I thought it was. I was under the impression it was a mixture between. Some very little GTA and then Max Payne, where it's like you kind of have an open world, but you have direction. You have to go here, do a mission, go here, Max do a mission. Payne. Max Payne. I'm just showing my age. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry I'm showing my age. You also want to talk about the Max Payne movie while you're at it? No. <laughs> no. That blockbuster hit? No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Next game on the list is Spelunky. Have you guys ever heard of this game? Mm-mm. So check this out. One of the greatest games. One of the greatest video games ever created. It ran. It randomizes cave exploration, which is already a great concept. But the real hook is how all the different systems work together, creating an ever-changing world that presents many dangers, but can still be exploited for your benefit. Doesn't that sound like a game we would play, Ryan? It doesn't sound terrible. It just... I've never heard of it. I just read the description. No. And I was like, dude, how, how have we not played that What's game? What's it called? Spelunking? Spelunking. Spelunky. Okay. I'm going to have to write that one down. Now, this next game... Cave cave talk, okay. Yeah. This next game, uh, Josh and I were talking about the other day, is Doom and Doom Eternal. Now, my stepson is playing... That's big right now. Yeah. Yeah, my stepson is playing the Doom remake on PS4. He's been playing it for since it's been out. I bought it brand new for him. Doom 64? Pretty much. Just freaking (laughs) loves it. I mean, I saw the game. It looks good. I like the... The guns, obviously, but Doom Eternal looks insane. But he refuses to play it because it goes so far away from the story. Now I was reading on the specs of it, and if you're going to play it on PC, Josh, you need a like the Cadillac of PCs. Hmm. Did you if hear about only that? I knew somebody who had a good PC. Hmm. Oh wait, that would be me. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I am not going to pick it up full price. I've I have the quote unquote Shocking. remake of Doom on Shocking. PC. Shocking. And I think I played five minutes of it where I'm like, eh, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say that if you're into MMOs and JRPGs and survival games, it kind of, there's not a whole lot to do. It's you point and shoot at these guys. It's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. There's but, a lot of ways to kill them, though. I mean, I'll give them that. Yeah, that's just not a bad game by any means, but it's basically just a gore fest is what it is. Pretty much. I heard the new one, it has a, it has a lot of like, let's, let's not call them mini games, but it's, it's a lot of managing 
because certain enemies drop certain items. So you, if you're getting low on ammo, you know, you need to attack mm -hmm. a certain enemy first to get more. So you got to kind of balance how you're doing your attacks and what you're attacking to keep your yourself uh, at full power, more or less. Dude, and the, the visuals look gorgeous, man. It looks amazing. I, I kind of want to pick it up just for that aspect, but I'm with Josh on this one. I'm not going to pay full price. Uh, next game on the list is Gears of War 4 and Gears 5. What did that come out out loud? That's tough. Booty cheeks. Now, yeah. didn't this come out with Xbox 360 when you bought that big white console, Joshua? Are we talking about the original? Yeah, Gears of what War. Did... Yeah, the original, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember Gears of War. And I remember the original it... was great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was really good. The second good. one was good. Yeah, I heard the second one was good too, but when the heck did 3 and 4 and 5 come out? No idea. It's crazy. Like these games. Just... I've never played any of them beyond the second one. The second one was the one that introduced horde mode, and it had online. Those those were all good, and uh, and you could still play co op through the story, which was nice. And then after that, I was like, really? Like we need more of these? Okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Next game on the list is Age of Wonders: Planetfall. Have you heard of this, Josh? Age of Wonders? Yeah. Um, maybe vaguely. Isn't it basically a building game? It's is that what it is? It's a, it's a mixture between XCOM and Civilization, which I know Ryan is into XCOM. Me personally, I think it's so punishing. Like, you get invested in these players so much, and then they die, and they're gone, and you're pissed. No, they don't die. They don't die. Oh, that's that's in my game. In my game, they don't die. Oh, good. <laughs> troll count. You got a troll count there, Ryan. <laughs> I think it says ding. That's the first one. Jesus. Uh, next game on the list is Dynasty Warriors 8XL. Have you guys played any Dynasty Warriors? Yep. Back in the PlayStation I've, Two. Yep. Yep. Same time. I played some of them back then. So I never. I played them since then. But my my buddy Dennis, when he first talked about these. I was like, what are you talking about, man? Like, I've never heard of that. I was mainly mainstream. Like, the games that got the most coverage on, you know, magazine stuff, that's a game I'd gravitate to. But he's like, oh, it's really cool. You swing your sword or axe, and you hit multiple people at the same time. That I was, mean, he's not wrong. I know, but that's that's his description. It's like, oh, great. So does Sauron in Lord of the Rings, but look where he's at. You see what I'm saying? It was just really weird. Uh, next game after that is Beat Saber. Never ever heard of it. Have you heard of this, Josh? Yep. What is it? Tell me. Um, well, it'd be great if you were you know, like still near me, uh, then now we can play it. But it's Dang. for the Oculus. The, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The Oculus Quest. Basically, you have lightsabers. And it's basically lightsaber guitar hero. What do you think? That's that's the best way I can describe it. It's amazing. And it's so much fun to play, dude. It is ridiculously fun. I was gonna say it might be a little remedial, but I think it'd be fun to play. Would you play this game, oh, Ryan? Amazing. Probably not. Yeah, I can't see you playing this game. I will say that uh, those that other game you were talking about, Age of Wonders, that it, that is an actual that's the type of game that I do play. Really? Anything anything that's like uh, tactical, that's like, uh, where you where you start out as like something small, and then like you have to explore, expand, and like create like vast uh, empires and bases. I play all that kind of crap too. Oh yeah, so you're talking spore. <laughs> I used to play. I used to play Age of Empires back in the day. Like, I guess I love that game. Really, I never would yeah. have thought. Wow, that's crazy. Good thing to consider. Uh, next game on the list is Dishonored Two. 
Never played them. I've seen a couple people play it. It looks like a really good game. I just feel so far into this list. I'm going to wait until the end, but I think we're missing some games here. What do you guys think of Dishonored 2? I played one, never played two. I was going to say, yeah, I played the first one a little bit. I think it's one of those games that I have that I played for a couple hours and yeah, then started like doing life again. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't anything that like pulled me in where I couldn't put it down or anything. Yeah, some games that if they're not on the list, list I'm going to talk about that just suck the life out of me. Yeah, we'll bring it up. Next game on the list is Dead Cells. Never heard of that. It says uh, not gonna, not gonna, not gonna, not gonna hear about that. Nope, not gonna, not gonna play that. And then the next <laughs> game after that is Resident Evil Four. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of this game, Resident Evil? 4? Resident Evil Four. <laughs> I remember it's uh, Resident Evil 4. I think it's I mean, Resident uh, Evil. You mean like the fourth movie? I think so. Yeah. I remember the fourth movie. I don't know how you play it, but you know. Uh, <laughs> I, tell me about RE4 re- there, Joshua. Ah, uh, gosh. Actually playing it back in the day. I don't think I've ever played 4, actually. Is this the GameCube one? Uh, I think it was GameCube and Wii. Damn. I wish Johnny was here because I remember him convincing me to buy it so we can play it together. And I played one with him once because he... Had some magnum weapon he wanted me to use. Have you played Ryan? Resident Evil Four. E. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, I didn't own it on the GameCube though. I owned it on something else. Maybe. What else did it come out on? I think PS three sixty. I owned it on the three sixty. That's what I had it on. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. we played it on. But I remember playing with John for like a second, and I just couldn't get into it. Uh, no, 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 it's it's good. It's scary, yeah. though, because the way the controls work, the controls are intentionally slow. So, like, uh, you can hear him behind you, and to turn around, your guy has to, like, pivot. Like, he can't be moving and turning at the same time. Damn he, it. Can only, he can only turn, like a tank. He can only turn or walk. He can't. He can't do both, so you can't be strafing and getting away from him, which slows you down which makes the combat more intense because they get way closer to you way faster gotcha so would you give this game a 10 a fucking 10 it's 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 good i didn't ever beat it but i've i've played it a good a good amount um which is saying a lot because there's only one resident evil game that i've ever beat i think that's five the one that was co-op yeah i beat code veronica that's the only game i beat uh next game on the list i know you're gonna love it ryru is XCOM 2 now we're talking my now we're talking my language. Talk to me about this game. I, I have it on my PS4. I just it's fucking punishing as hell, dude. It, it, it yeah, those those games are notoriously have been notoriously difficult since day one. Uh I used to play uh XCOM Enemy Unknown or whatever the original one was on the PC. Um and it was also on the original PlayStation. It was one of the first games that came out. Um those games were all turn-based as well. Um, only you had to have bases all over the world and intercept UFOs and capture aliens and go up to their base and do all sorts of stuff to like fight back. Um, this game, the, that other one, the new one is more. Uh, it's more streamlined. Like it's it's more linear. linear. Like, like you, you have, have to do X, Y, or Z by a time or. Like bad things happen to you. The original was you had a little bit more more play in that whole thing. Josh, did you ever play the first one? XCOM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one on the yeah. PC. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I always like, even though the graphics were terrible on the first one, I always thought the gameplay was, was really, really good. So, um, you know, the other one, the one that came out for the 360 and then the one that was came out for the PS4, I played both of those a fair bit, a fair amount, I would say. I want to say the thing that draws me away from it is the same thing that draws me to it. It's so punishing that it's like, fuck this, I'm going to beat this game. I'm going to beat it. And then you play, and it's like, oh, 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 pause. Oh, it, it definitely, it definitely hurts when one of your high-ranking players uh, goes goes down. Absolutely. That's that's tough. It is rough. You uh, want to know what's worse than that? When you take a whole a whole ship of them up to the mothership and everybody dies, that's even worse. Oh wow! And there's no turning back. Yeah, that yeah. No, you gotta you gotta resupply, restock, go again. <sighs> Man, it makes me want to play that game all again, all over again. Uh, next game on this list is Joshua, World of Warcraft. Oh, yes, the game that you never played. Yes. Leroy Jenkins, <laughs> talk to me about this, Leroy. I mean, it's not so great anymore, at least for me, because I went back and played Classic just for the nostalgia grab, and it's okay, don't get me wrong, but it's not wonderful. So, um, I remember playing so much of this back in the day that it was basically a second job. And I don't want to get back into that. <laughs> so when this game first came out, uh, a lot of coworkers of mine, they were talking about uh, Oblivion. And Ryan got me into Oblivion, so I bought Oblivion, Game of the Year edition. And then these same people... The GOAT! Yeah, these same people started showing up to work exhausted. And I was like, dude, what, what's going on? Uh, I was playing, uh, wow, what's that? Well, do you know, like, Oblivion? Yeah, on crack. And they started talking about how <laughs> the currency was insane the 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 leveling was insane the game style was insane the worlds were insane and it's like dude should i play this game and they all said the same thing no if you can't dedicate 38 hours a week to it don't do it does that sound pretty accurate josh i mean how many hours would you That's devote to it? pretty accurate pretty accurate i dropped oh my gosh we're talking per day or per week what are we talking per week <laughs> per week oh gosh let's see here probably at least five four to five hours a day minimum Oh. So at least 20, 30 hours a week. That's tough. Like as much as a job. <laughs> that That is a lot. It I'm is. I'm not opposed to playing it, but that is a lot of time. Next game on the list is GTA Online. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. I don't care how old the game is. I can play this game over and over and over. It's just fun when I get with the homies and we start doing little clips of our hilarious antics. Don't you think, Josh? 100%. I mean, when an when an ambulance comes out and you start beating the crap out of these, I didn't be I didn't do anything with that. Okay, that it's, was all it, them. It's on YouTube, buddy. You can't deny it on YouTube. No, you're right, buddy. Go look on YouTube again, dude. When was the last I... time you played this, Ryan? It's it's been a while, but I mean that that company is so good at just supporting that game. I mean. How many consoles has that game been on? Like seven? I don't know. Like a lot. And PC. Million. Yeah. Million. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they just continue to put out more uh, free DLC, essentially, uh, to keep the game and that, that online world going. So oh, it's, yeah. it's nuts. I know that Josh has everything known to mankind in that game, including an arcade. So we literally Most. spent we spent like half an hour playing a game inside of a game inside of a game. <laughs> right. It was nuts. Uh, this next game I absolutely love, and I know that we don't get a lot of play on it because we get we have my 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 village, which is you guys. We have to admit we have um, gaming ADD. So the next game is The Elder Scrolls Online, which I love. I remember 
when yeah, Ryan and I purchased it to download directly, I watched the timer all night. And then it downloaded, it released, and it crashed. Mm-hmm. And repeatedly. It, repeatedly. And I was so bummed out. And then we started playing it. And I want to say I started a guy maybe seven times. And then finally, Josh and I and my little brother buckled down and we're like, we're going to do this. And I want to say we got to level 30 or 29, and I still I still freaking love that game. I love it. What do you think, Josh? Would you get back into it? Uh, maybe I'd get back into it, but it wouldn't be a high priority for me. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I'd, I'd play it, but it's not up on the list. Um, something that may be on the list is Final Fantasy fourteen. I was just going to say, if I was going to get back into one, I think that'd be the one. God, this not, game. Not... Not that, yeah. I almost hate you, Ryan, for introducing me to this game because I won't even look at it on Twitch. Anytime I watch somebody play it on Twitch, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta play this game again. And it just sucks you back in. Drives me nuts. Yeah, you guys were you guys were talking about World of Warcraft. Final Fantasy XI was, uh, that was the one that stole years. (laughs) It stole years, literally. And it was that, Um, it was my first game that I ever paid a monthly subscription and I never had a problem paying it. Not once. I told my wife, hey, expect there to be like a $15 charge every month. Okay. And there was. And it was great. I loved it. Well, the nice thing about paying a $15 fee is that you always know the servers are going to be <laughs> running and updated. And then, you know, the game shouldn't crash every five minutes because they're getting money from all these people to make the game work correctly, right? Yeah. Mm, you'd think. Oh, Josh, you're so hard on games, I swear. Giggity. But I know. I, I get it. This next game... I don't know why I end up going to Josh because Josh probably has a better, vast knowledge of these games that I never heard of. Is the you can just say I have no life? You don't have to be nice. You can just say I have no life. I didn't say that. That's uh, that's tough. But you're not denying tough. it. No, I'm, I'm denying <laughs> it. I know you have a lot of going on, and even somehow with your magic of making money out of nothing, you play these I mean, games. Uh, Untitled Goose Game. I guess this is nominated for Game of the Year. Have you ever heard of this, Ryan? I. Duck, duck, goose? No. What do you? I know you've heard it, right, Josh? Yeah. Shocking. How did I guess that? Tell me about this game. Uh, basically, you're running around terrorizing people as a goose. I mean, I don't really don't know how to describe it other than that. That's that's what you do. You terrorize people. You terrorize people as a goose. That's what you are. Oh my gosh. I mean, how else do I describe it to you? I mean, how much are people paying for this game? Is it like forty bucks, twenty bucks? No, I think or... it's only like twenty something bucks, maybe. Because I do have to admit, think? a moment of weakness. My stepson a couple years ago is like, hey, um, this game's really funny. Let me buy this game. And it was that uh, Goat Simulator game. Yes. Similar concept. Similar concept. Tell you, <laughs> tell you right now, there's not a lot to that game. There's a, I mean, there's really not a lot. You literally go around terrorizing people. I mean, it's deceptively simple because there's a, a lot of scenarios and things you can do as the... So, I mean, the concept behind it is simple. But everything else beyond that is gets a little crazy. Scenarios? Scenarios. Mm, that's quite shallow and pedantic, sir. Scenarios. This last game on the list is Animal Crossing. I'm going to shoot in the dark here. Ryan, you've never touched it. No. Didn't think that's, so. That'd be correct. Yeah, it's, it's, too, so. it's too late into the Nintendo cycle. I think so, too. Josh, I think you, you have played this, correct? Uh, very briefly. And I got super bored, super quick, and dropped it. Wow! That game, that game though, broke like all sorts of like physical copy sales records, like in the UK mm-hmm. last weekend or whatever, whenever oh, yeah. it first came out. Even in the no, middle absolutely. of all this nonsense. No, it really has. That's why I'm kind of surprised. 
Yeah, it is a super popular game. It's just that it seemed like it tried to be Harvest Moon, yes. which I remember playing back in the day. But it just didn't have the same appeal to me as Harvest Moon. Which, by the way, anytime somebody talks about this game, bring up Harvest Moon. That's why I know you're right. It's crazy. Now, any games that aren't on this list that you should be playing? Because I have one that I've been playing lately with my dear friend across the Great Pond, and that is Path of Exile. Mm. I'm not sure. It's a good it's a good game for a free game, man. Oh, and there's man. another one coming out this year. It's so good, and I don't know how it's not on this list. I, I mean, can somebody tell me how it's not on here? It is an MMO, for obviously. F- for free? If you like a dungeon crawl, for free? Ooh, yeah. It's and a bef- good game. And before I got on here, I was talking to Josh, and I was on Steam, and it's free on Steam. So if you have a PC, you can also play it on that, which I'm thinking about checking out. What are your thoughts on it, Josh? Path of Exile is amazing. It's it's what Diablo three should have been. This is why the way I phrase it. I was I mean, just thinking the same thing, dude. It's it's Diablo three on crack and steroids and meth all at the same time. It's it's ridiculous, man. And yet you're recommending this to people. I think it's called Adreno <laughs> Crow, my friend. It's it, and that game and that game is long too. Like it's Pause. it's mm. it's a lengthy amount of acts. Like it's. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's you play for a long time, man. Oh, how many hours do you think we've donated to that game in the last couple of days, Ryan? In the last couple of days, I can say in the last three nights that we've played it, at least ten. At least, at I mean, least ten. Yeah, I know when Johnny hopped on. Surprisingly, we were on there for like six hours, and not one, not not one second am I like, oh, maybe we should play a different game. No, like I can play Poe all day. Poe all day. Poe all day. Yeah. No, yep. because you're constantly getting new gems and you're getting better equipment and you're checking the auction halls and you're you know doing all that stuff all the time. Oh yeah, I will say this: the auction hall on the PS4 is so much better than the one on the PC. That the really? auction hall is terrible. Okay, that is a surprise to me. Explain why? Because there's not really an auction, so you can go you can go look up like item by item on the, P- the PS4 version. You can't mm-hmm. do that on the PC version. You try to go and look it up. It's like, oh, sorry, you can't sell anything, even though you have a premium tab. I go, well, why? Why can't I? I, I don't understand why. Why? Why? Oh wow, I didn't know that. I remember that uh, Diablo three when it first came out, their auction house was an auction house, and there's not one in PS four. But I loved the auction house in, in Diablo three. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I got a little saturated like they always do. But the the auction house in uh, Elder Scrolls: Realm Reborn was also very good. I know my man Ryan here made a lot of money off of his crafting. I was a jeweler, bro. Maybe made all kinds of money, man. <laughs> I'm all like, yeah, I want to do one of every job. And he's like, cool, good for you. I'm going to be a jeweler. And he would just knock out these special things and make buco bucks off it. I was pissed. I was jealous. People people would buy that stuff for new for new characters nonstop, man. Non-stop. That was amazing. People helping people. Yeah, mm-hmm. powerful stuff, man. Powerful stuff. All right, guys, thanks. That was our first segment of the game, games you should be playing while you're stuck at home with your kids and you're trying to get some stress-free game time. If you have a game you wanted to add, write to us. We have a couple couple of social media sites you can meet us on. We're on uh, Instagram. We're Trunks underscore radio, Trunks and Tails radio, sorry. Uh, we are on Gmail at Trunks and Tails dot radio at gmail.com, and we're at, on Twitter at Trunks and Tails radio so please jot down i know there's there's a lot of games on this list that even i was like how is this not game on here but right now i'm just stuck on poe i I like survival games so like don't starve together i think should be on this list but if you can think of any games 
drop us a line. We're going to cross over now to the main topic that I wanted to get both of you guys on here because you guys, again, are my village and I, I really respect your opinions. And I know it's going to vary because I know Josh is super, super tough on everything in life, is the PS5. Now, obviously, we had a reveal. It was a good hour. And the only thing I can think of is that it was it was like being in a lecture. It, it really was. Like, he, you know, he was talking to you about the specs of it. He explained it a little bit. Now, I'm not a tech guy. I know Josh is. And I'm afraid to ask. But what's your what's your immediate thought, Josh, on the PS5? PS5. Now, we're we talking by itself or we're we talking about the Xbox? I'm sorry, say that again. Are we talking the PS5 by itself or PS5 versus Xbox? Let's talk about just by itself. By itself. Okay. So it does look like a decent system so far as the actual. Um, it will be very interesting to see what exactly comes of that. Um, but what worries me is that they're devoting, like, I think either a fifth or a quarter of the processing power it has towards they're they're trying to sell you on the sound that it would generate but i mean sound is great but i made this point with you before is live streamers and people who play with other friends sound is not a huge factor now if you're like playing last of us or some survival game where you need to hear every single thing around you okay yes it'd be great and great quality sound would help with most games are not that <laughs> I will say on that note, though, like um, our third party, you know, developers that are developing for multi systems, are they going to take advantage of that? No. But with all of those first party exclusives that Sony has, are they going to take advantage of it? Eh, Maybe because they're kind of cornering the market for consoles for first party exclusives. Like what's Xbox have? Halo? Yay. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, um, Xbox, I mean, and PS5 is going to have all these exclusives, and now they're, there's rumors they're going after Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid. I think that, uh, okay, so I have to, I'm going to be, I'm just going to say it. Um, when Xbox 3 came out, Xbox 360 came out, I was a huge, huge Xbox fan. I think we can all agree that we all just played Xbox. We all lived and breathed Xbox 360. Um, the PS3 wasn't didn't really exist to me at all, and I, I'll be bold enough to say that you guys probably felt the same way. Yeah, that's because the original Xboxes had wonderful titles, dude. Yes, and that's yes. that's what brings my name. And and but also the PS5 or the PS3 when it first came out was five hundred dollars. True. True. And the Xbox was three hundred. Yeah. Well, the thing that I like about the reveal that I watched was that. They were aiming the the way they made their console for the developers of the games. Not necessarily directly for the player's experience as far as like no load time, no load screens, fast travel being like a blink of an eye. That is important. It's important to the player. But when you start talking to developers, the more leeway and green lights you give them creatively, the better experience we're going to have as players. Wouldn't you agree? Well, that thing that Cerny did the other day—that was that was supposed to be their GDC um, presentation. So that's why it was like that. I mean, they even said this this was going to be our GDC thing, and so they just let everybody see it, though. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of I bummed mean, out. I don't see. I haven't seen a design. I don't know if that picture that's going on the internet is actually their official design. But I, I'm 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 very hopeful. What do you What are your thoughts, Josh? Because I'm, I'm I think you're gonna, I think you're kind of tough on games, and I think it's important to be unbiased. Hey, backing off what you said, yes, it'll be great for the developer to have the creative creative was it whatever creative freedom to pursue however they do in the hard work and keep up with. It. Yes, that is an important thing because that way it does not limit what they're trying to do. Um, but again, I mean, it's great doing that, but you're taking processing power away from graphics or physics or anything else that can make the team visually better or play more easily or being able to have more things active happening in an open world concept. Now, if you could like rededicate those, like if you can go into the options of PlayStation saying, Hey, tone down the noises, you know, and put that processing power towards uh, the graphics. Cause guess what guys on PC, you can do that. Um, if you could do something like that and keep it fluid, then yes, the one good thing that's coming out of all of both the Xbox and PlayStation, after the technology's been out for a decade, they're finally going solid state hard drives. So, do you think they didn't bring it out originally because of saving people money or just bringing down costs? Like, what do you, why do you think they didn't go to SSD? Because the console's been running for like eight. Yeah, I mean, like, well, okay, they have, they have the, they could have done solid state. I don't know why they didn't do solid state, but again, this is technology that's been around for years. Yeah, but how uh, much does that technology cost? Uh, more than a traditional hard drive, but well, that's the thing is, solid states come down a lot in recent years. When it first yeah. came out, yeah, it was ridiculous. Sure, how much was it five years ago when all these consoles came out? You know, what right? I mean? Yes, yeah. that that's exactly that's the point I was making. Is back then it may not have been feasible without making the cost even more ridiculous than it already was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not but, not to be a prick, Josh, but you yourself explained a couple two episodes ago that you have an Xbox one x as a dvd player mm-hmm. you don't blu-ray I, player but yeah i don't need a blu-ray player to have ssd no you don't but what what bothers me about it is how much of a big deal these companies are making out of it oh we have our you know we developed this special solid state hard drive it's brand new technology it's wonderful gonna make our games better yeah okay you didn't invent shit buddy <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yes, they're boosting the fact that they're bringing it now, bringing it now. It's all new. It's a revolution. I but mean, if, it's great that they made it affordable. Fact, it's not going to drive the cost to be ridiculous. Yeah, in fact, it's been around for 10 years, and they're finally implementing it. So what are your thoughts, Ryan? You thinking, do you think the PS5 is going to be better than the new Xbox console, or do you think it's going to be a draw? Um, I, I, think you're already, I think you're already at a point, so... During the PS2's lifespan, everybody had Xbox or PS2, right? And most people had PS2. Yep. Then the 360 came out, and at the tail end of the PS2 is when we got online gaming. Yep. That's mm-hmm. there was a, there was a hard drive that you could put onto, it, and I'm obviously in PCs. It was there before, but um, for console gaming, you know, you had that right there. So that was. What I'm saying is there was no ecosystem there. So then the 360 came along, and we had online gaming for that whole thing's lifespan. 
but the PS3 dropped the ball with that. They were they were late to market. It was way more expensive. So everybody bought the 360. The 360 had more games. It had more developers that were making first party games for it. So everybody said, "Hey, everybody switched because they had no allegiances at that point in time." Yeah. Everybody got their their ecosystem started, but then you know the new the new Xbox One came out and the PS4 came out. Lo and behold, everybody switched again. But now everybody's been getting free games for this whole thing's lifespan. So, like, how many games do you have on your PS4 right now that you've never touched but are in your library? 150. Like, how, many fr- how many friends do you have that are in there that you know are going to stay Sony and you don't want to go Xbox because now you don't have all of those people in your ecosystem anymore? So, I mean, just from that standpoint, I feel like a lot of people are, are already ingrained into Sony look and we don't need to do a compare and contrast right now of the two consoles but I, I think Xbox is going to fail again I think it's going to be I think it's going to be bad again just like it was this time so I have my thoughts cuz I think you're right I think you're 100% right especially cuz they're going to get the majority of the backwards compatible games you already have to be available on PS5 but in layman's terms tell me Josh why do you think Xbox is failing? Like, so far as, like, the right now, the 360, or talking the new console? No, the new, not the newest one that came out, the Xbox One, because I, th- I think Ryan's right. I think the majority of people well, have switched over to... the main reason why I think it's... They just don't have the same kind of games that Sony's offering. Like, the biggest one, like, recently is probably Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, look how popular that was. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty big game, and it's actually pretty good. I have it on my my PS4 as well. I mean, because you have you have that, and coming up, you have Last of Us Two, you have Final Fantasy VII remake. I mean, you got a million things that's going to be great. God, God of War just came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah God, the God of War too. Yeah, it's just tough because I I am a big Microsoft fan, and to see them. When you know when you see their interviews and they see that you know when they're releasing a new game or whatever, it's just it's kind of crazy how you're right. We all went from 360 to PS4, and I think everyone's going to stay at PS5. There obviously is a lot of players on the Xbox Pass, which I'll I'll admit I have the Xbox Pass as well on my computer for five bucks a month. I think it's good, but if I were just to go like you said on the ecosystem alone, I I think Josh is the only person that has an Xbox that I'd play with. I don't think there's another person in my immediate circle that has that at all. And that's tough. I think it'll be tough for Microsoft because it'll take a lot for them to grab that business again and say, hey, come to us. Come back to buy an Xbox, not a PS5. Mm-hmm. I don't think the likelihood of that happening is going to... So, so do you think well, that's why... Here's, here's going to be the biggest problem that they're going to have. So everybody wants to talk about how much more power... Whoa, the, the the new Xbox has got more power than the new PS5. Yeah, maybe. But what's the power like between an Xbox One, uh, the top-of-the-line Xbox One, and the top-of-the-line PS4 Pro? What's the power difference like in those? I don't see... It, it's The power percentage-wise is far more in this current gen in favor of Microsoft than it's going to be next-gen. And I don't see everybody running to Microsoft and Xbox going, boy, this is the greatest thing ever. Nope. 
all the games are still made on PlayStation and everybody still plays PlayStation and not Xbox. I think you're right. What are your thoughts, Josh? 100%. Really? Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping you were going to defend uh, Xbox a little bit. Why would I defend Xbox? Because I have one? No. Yes. Remember, the only reason... You guys got to remember. Number one, I know how to get consoles cheap. Number two, I have the unfortunateness of my having in different parts and they run different systems so lucky me guess what i got to do oh yeah that's right josh go buy one of every console and i'll play together oh good and that was basically my life now i'm down to ps4 and pc so we're looking pretty good there <laughs> but yeah it was it was rough dude. it was it was a little rough i'll admit that yeah, try to, I'm trying to have as much of an unbiased opinion as possible. I want to say that after the reveal and when you compare uh, Microsoft's new console to PlayStation's new console, it's not enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to bounce out on PS4. I'm going to bounce out on PlayStation and go to Xbox. To be honest, what are we talking for as far as solid state? They have, what, two more? No. How many more teraflops? Like 1.2? It's 1.8. One, one, 1. Yeah, more than PS5. To me, it's, that, to it's me, the same. Not. It's the same advantage they have right now. Yeah, between top of line Xbox and the PS4 Pro. Yeah, to me, that's just not enough. It's not enough for me to abandon ship. What would it take to be abandon ship? Just wondering. Well, it would. Oh, man, that's a tough question because it would. It would have to be a lot. It would have to be a lot because. Like Ryan said, the ecosystem that we have in PS4 is so big. And once you go over to PS5 and you can take it with you, it's a GG. And like I said, I, I, I liked, I loved my Xbox 360. I liked the marketplace. I liked the party channels you can make. I liked it. But once, I, I, don't, I just don't understand how they lost their way. Like, obviously, I went through the motions and... And I helped them, in a sense, even though I'm just one person, I helped them lose their way by not buying their console. I just don't know how we got this far, except for saying, well, my friends got PS4, and that's why I did too. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, like, it, it would, I mean, think about it, Ryan. What would it take for you to be like, yeah, I'm going to buy an Xbox? Think about that question. Well, I mean, I, I think what made me switch... What scared me is the fact that the PS3, I mean, for all intents and purposes, which it was such a shit show of a console. It was hard to develop for. It's You still can't get... That's the reason they don't have backwards compatibility to the PS3, because that cell processor was such a piece of shit, and it was so hard to develop for that they can't make the games backwards compatible to play on it, so... Avoiding that was great. It was way too expensive. It, it was just a bunch of nonsense, but... Now, from the PS4 and going forward, they're basically just like PC towers in a different box. Is all they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, the architecture, the reliability standpoint, it's it's all going to be good from here on. So, um, realistically, the, if the consoles power wise are even within, you know, fifteen twenty percent of each other, it'll be all about games. It won't be about anything else. And that's why. That's why I enjoy the reveal so much because all he ever talked about, it wasn't talking about the strength of his console. It was talk. He was talking all about opening the doors to these developers, and I feel that everyone talks about Xbox as far as the power that it has. Well, you have teraflops. Okay, cool. Well, that's fine, 
but what am I going to do with Teraflops when no one else has this console I can play with and these games aren't all that? You see what I'm saying? Like, yes, there is more power, and that's what they're, that's what Microsoft is saying. More power, more power, more power. But you have this guy on PS- PlayStation side saying, hey, yes, power is important, but how about we talk to the people making these games? How about we talk to the people who are designing and investing their creativity in these games? That way, eventually, the player of these games will have a better experience. Yeah, and, and there are some developers that have come out and said that the PS5 is going to be revolutionary from a developer standpoint and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, time will tell. We'll see. And, and he did say, I don't know if you guys watched it, he did say that the first thing that they said and the most, the biggest topic they mentioned was bringing a solid state drive to the PlayStation to make better games. And that's perfectly fine. But again, that's not what the reveal was about. It wasn't just about the SSD. It was about opening these doors to these developers. That's what the important part is. And I think it's because PlayStation learned their lesson, just like you just said about about PS3. They learned that unless we make these games easy to make, no one's going to make these games. And if no one makes these games, someone's going to play something that it's super hard to make for. I just, I don't know. I think we're going to have to wait and see. What are your thoughts, Joshua? Nope, absolutely same thing. So we're just going to wait and see. That's tough. That's the approach we're going to take right now. So, yeah, once we figure out what title is going to launch, one direction or another. So, really? Yeah, dude. I think how many people bought the Switch just because Zelda was? Gonna... Were you one of those people? Yeah. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, awesome. it's like uh, yeah, if the PS5 launches with a really good exclusive lineup or some really good games, then yeah, like what if they do a Grand Theft Auto Six for the PS5? Well, see, and that's that's what he was talking about when you have these. Because a map is going to be insane, apparently, for PS6. It's going to be... Or PS5 for GTA 6. It's going to be ginormous. So, are, when you're thinking about that game, Josh, because obviously you, you play the crap out of 5, is that where your more power is more important comes into play? Um. Well, the better teraflops are definitely going to help with being able to render things in a map that large without having to segment the map. Yeah. I, I and see I can see that. So what game would have to come out with the Xbox where you'd buy it? Let me ask you that. That's the thing is unless they come up with a new exclusive that looks really good, nothing really like Halo wouldn't cause me to buy it. Um nothing like that would cause me to buy it. So I don't know. Me neither. We'll have to see. What about you, Ryan? What what game would cause me to buy it? Yeah, like Based on release, what game would you well, have to be like? I have to actually buy a game. no, no. If they came out with a proper Kotor three, I'd do it. Oh, don't do that to me. Yeah, <sighs> that's not fair. But that's but that's owned by EA now, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's EA. There's, there'd be no chance that game's not coming out on both consoles. That's not going to be a system yeah. system exclusive. I was going to say that's yeah. what it had. That's what it would have to take. That's what it would have to take. Well. I believe the first one was exclusive on Xbox. Yeah, it was, it but was. EA owns it now, so it won't yeah, be anymore. Yeah, that was Lucas Lucas uh, Studios still owned it at that point. God, that's such a good game, too. That's crazy. All right, guys. Well, that is all the time we have for this particular segment. I want to segue over to the games we are playing right now. Uh, since I've been starting this podcast, I've been noticing my gaming habits, if you want to call them. And I know we've talked about it a lot as comfort zones of where we gravitate our our time to 
And I really, I really want to start branching out, and I think that it would take my village to help me with that. So, as I mentioned before, I've been donating a lot of time to um, Path of Exiles, and I, I don't want to just stay in the same group, even though it's such a good game. And I want to say how long. So we played it first, Ryan, and then how long before we played it again? Wasn't it like a six month gap? Oh, probably at least six months. Yeah, probably like six months, and it took me five minutes to get back just sucked back into this game because it's such a good five, game. Five minutes and he's like, why did I ever stop playing this game? Why did I, I ever stop playing this didn't game? Didn't I say that? I literally said, why did I ever stop playing this game? It, I mean, it. I don't know if it's just because it's a refresher of like, oh yeah, I remember this game. Or, oh yeah, I remember me and my friends playing this game. But the same thing happened with Dying Light. We didn't play Dying Light for what, two years? Or yeah, at least, or at, more. At least two years, and then we got sucked back into it and chopping people's heads off and knocking them with our, with our dropkick. It's just insanity. And I really want to hear from people who don't have the same opinions as I do. That's why I go to Josh about what games I should be playing, because I feel like I'm missing out. Wouldn't you say that's accurate, Josh? Like, when you hear about the games that I'm playing, don't you think, oh, man, he might like this game? There are so many games you need to play that you're missing out on. 100%. See, that just it kills me because as a gamer, we should be able to like really explore time providing, of course, because you know time is very, very short. But I feel like we're, I'm really missing the boat here, and I really need your help. Because I know that Ryan has a lot of sports games, correct? Oh, yeah. Yep. That takes a lot of my time away from playing single-player games. And I think that's tough. So on average, I know what game are you playing right now as far as sports games? Me? Yes. Um... NBA 2K, 2K20. It's mm. it's a love hate relationship. I hate it most of the time, but uh, <laughs> I love basketball, so it is bullshit it is. game. <laughs> Tell me why. Yeah. Tell me why. Um, it's it's just frustrating. A lot of the things that that company does are not geared towards trying to make the uh, best product possible. It's geared toward trying to uh, nickel and dime you for uh, mm. everything they can off microtransactions and other things like that. So it's so, it's frustrating. So even that sports game has microtransactions. Oh, tons. For what? Um, well, you've got my team, which is uh, the card game, and then you use the cards in games and play against other people, like on the on the court. But you have to own the card first. Um, so that's a loot box based system. Um, and there's also uh, virtual currency in the game that you need to buy boosts or stamina or other things like uh if you if you really want your guy to be the best and to start out the game your guy starts out as a 60 and to get him to an 85 uh it costs you 50 dollars 50 real dollars Mm -hmm. wow that's correct every time you make a new character it's about 200 bc What's 191 or whatever it is, but it's right about 50 bucks. Is there a way to do that without actual currency? Yes, but that grind is going to be lengthy. How lengthy are we talking? How lengthy? Yes. Um, yes. Let's say length? let's let's say you make a thousand dollars average for every. Uh, my career game you play. So let's say you can't play any online games against other until you get that guy maxed out because you're going to be at a big disadvantage for everybody that paid the 50 bucks. Um, so if you figure every game takes about a half an hour at least to play, you need 
I would say probably a hundred my career games, so fifty hours. Oh, buddy, roughly. And trust me, after you've played a few my career games, the thought of playing like I don't know a hundred in a row is like no, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> That's tough. Like yeah, it it is yeah, and buying animations for your player costs money. Like there's a lot of stuff that costs money in that game. It's it's a racket. They've they've built it up that way for a reason. And they're making money. Obviously, there's people who are paying real dollars to this. Yeah. So I usually put. I'd say last year's game. I probably put on top of the sixty bucks, probably another two fifty into it. Oh. Was that U.S. dollars or euros? Yeah, 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 yeah. U.S. dollars. That's tough. Have this you... year so far, I only have three players, and two of them. Uh, let's just say that uh, 2K paid for uh, both of them. So that's tough. I only paid 50 bucks into it this year. So, so I don't. Am, am I the only player on earth that doesn't mind microtransactions? Because I feel like they get a lot of hate, and I want to say. They're there if you want them. You can participate in buying them. No big deal. Depends. But, like a sports yeah. game that makes it to where you can't be competitive until you spend that money, that doesn't seem like it's really an option. What do you think, Josh? Because I know you play a lot of games for free online that make their money off of, you know, real Microsoft games. Actions, yeah, mobile like, games? Uh, again, it depends. Cosmo. Yeah, I'm 100% fine with that. 110% fine with that. If it affects gameplay, no. That's where it crosses the line. Um, so in sports games like that, where it's like loot box systems for drafting characters and shit like that, no, that's not cool. That's not how it should be done. Yeah, I want to um, say the first interaction I had with microtransactions were Overwatch, and I thought it was brilliant. You can buy these stickers or sprays and you know voice lines and costumes, and it didn't have any effect on the gameplay whatsoever. You just look different, and it was all by choice. You can either get okay, so. That's where it all started, is with Oblivion in the horse armor. That's where it all started. But with if it's just cosmetics, I'm good with it. But like Josh said, when it affects gameplay and I have... <laughs> like, if it's a boost for my character and everybody else is using it, I have to use it. Otherwise, I'm at a, like, a disadvantage every time I play. So at that point in time, it, it's affecting performance. It's not just cosmetic, and that's that's when it's like... This is a system you've developed just to try and make money. Now, here's the other fun thing when it comes to games like that. There are certain times where 2K has said, oh, it's, you know, you earn double VC now. People have gone in and caught them that you're not actually getting your double VC. Wow. You're only getting singles. So they're ripping you off. They're <laughs> and if a game starts, but it disconnects, they take all of your boosts, which means they just took 1,200 VC away from you. Oh, every time that's tough and and with as bad as their servers are trust me disconnects happen a lot yeah that's where i'd, I'd be pretty upset as a player very upset it's 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 a thing people that play that game we're used to it like it's it's why everybody hates ronnie literally if you if you look on twitter and look at ronnie 2k anytime he posts anything Every comment under his Twitter is going to be negative. He'll never get anything nice said to him. You gotta send. You gotta send me that. Anytime you see one, just, just send it to me. I want to read. I, it. I, there'll be death threats, bro. It's, it's <laughs> terrible. Are you serious? That bad? Yeah, absolutely. Send it to me. I want to see it. Now, yeah, they hate that man. 
what about you, Josh? I know you had Pokemon Go a couple years back. Did you spend real money on that? Which one? Pokemon Go. I did once, yes. I bought like, I think I sunk 50 bucks into it, and I think I still have the coins that I have from back then. Damn, 50 bucks. I don't know if I can... Oof, I don't know. Well, it's like for playing for a Pokemon game. But remember, I got my money's worth out of that from restaurants. Well, you were quite quite tan after yeah, that. So. Back, yeah, back, that's, back that's when it was popular, it was like, hey, you know... Red you Robin. Put a, yeah, Red Robin. If you put a Pokestop lure here at Red Robin, we'll give you 15% off your bill. I'm like, okay. I dropped it. Showed him I dropped it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. So yeah. Josh walked across the street from work and dropped a lure. Yep. <laughs> yep. What's the most you've ever spent on microtransactions, guys? I don't know who you're talking to right now. Either one. <laughs> 50 bucks? At, at one time? <laughs> no, total. Uh, on any game? Any game. I probably dropped at least 500 on 2K18 or 17, I'd say. You're lying. Nah, I had, I had a lot of builds. I think I had 10 builds. Damn. Do you get buyer's remorse? I have remorse about how terrible that system is. <laughs> but because you, every time every time you make a character buyer's and you remorse? realize you didn't make him perfect, you gotta remake him. Oh. That's fifty dollars. Yeah. You can't just respec him. It, that does not exist. I did not know that. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Oof. What about you, Joshua? No, because I made my money back. <laughs> Shocking. Of course you did. Yeah. Oh, my God. A lot of buyer's remorse about something that made me money. Well, okay, it saved me money. It didn't make me money. Yeah, it just caused you from spending less money in the long run. Yeah, correct. I don't know. Well, we'll see, guys. Uh, we will see. That is all the time we have for today, guys. Thanks for joining us. Again, please drop us a line at trunksandtails.radio at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, on trunksandtails underscore radio, and you can find us on Twitter at Trunks and Tails Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us all the way from Germany. We really appreciate your time. Uh, what are your thoughts of making this a little more permanent? Um, hashtag, I'm quarantined. So uh, I've got all the time in the world, man. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. <laughs>